0: We're going to go to Second Peter, chapter one, uh, back in our series, Sanctification, becoming more like Christ. And so we'll go to Second Peter, chapter number one. Then, if you'll find Hebrews twelve, that's just a few pages back anyway. Hebrews chapter twelve, and mark that. We'll go over there here in just a little bit. Uh, but if you already have it marked, it'll just be easier to keep on rolling. So Second Peter, chapter one, is where we are going to initially read just a reminder we it's been a while since we've been here we've been in this series for some time but it's been a while with all the different things that have been going on since we've been here so we're going to read just to kind of refresh us on where we are and how we're trying to get there <clears throat> second peter chapter number one verse number one simon peter whereby are giving unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity." For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. <clears throat> well, we have looked at uh, we have looked at uh, virtue and knowledge and uh, several weeks on temperance and now we're to patience I mean just a great subject patience this is going to be a real long message (laughs) okay that shows your patience right there doesn't it Amen. it's not really come on don't look at me that way Uh, patience so I mean that patience you're kidding right (laughs) because nobody likes patience yeah well let's pray we'll get going father what a great god you are and we're thankful for your word even the hard parts the parts that make us more like your precious son and this is one of them and Lord, we know that we can do nothing without you, but that what you give us to do, we can accomplish through you, through Christ. And so Father, we just pray tonight that you'd help us to stay tuned in to your word by your spirit. You'd speak to us, Lord, distinctly about what our biggest need in this area of patience might be. I'm thankful that you care about us enough to continue to work on us. You're very patient with us. So, Lord, help us to uh, see our need tonight. We pray and thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for standing. Please do be seated. In verses 5 through 7, the Apostle Peter gave, gave us some stair steps, if you will, to Christ's likeness. Something that we have to work on. This is not a one-time thing. Add your faith, virtue, and, and a ver- virtue, knowledge, and a knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience. This is not a one-time thing. Boy, I finally added all this stuff, so now I've got it down. It's not the way it works. This is something that we work on for the rest of our Christian life. And it's very important that we work on it for the rest of our Christian life because of what the Bible says here. For if these things be in you and abound, come on, verse number 8, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But then, verse number nine, we can't we can't miss this. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So so if we're not continually if we're not continually going through this as we continue to to grow and try to be more Christ-like, pretty soon we just become blind to what God's trying to do in our heart and he's trying to do in our life and he's trying to do in our homes. We become blind to those things and we can become so blind that we get to this point that we say, "Man, did I really get saved?" Oh no, no. I mean, that's what it says right there and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. I mean, it can get to a place that we'll even start doubting our own salvation because we're not continually walking with the Lord and adding these things and doing these things that God has us to do. These real stair steps to Christ's likeness that he he gives us direction on how we're to add these things to the salvation that he has freely given us when we turn to him and we, when we turn to him and put our faith in Christ and as we continue to work on these steps it produces a Christ likeness that will eventually show up on us come on in some shape or form way shape or form it's going to show up on us the Christ likeness that 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 we are more like Christ the steps of virtue, that, and that's a willingness to please God and knowledge, and that's learning from the Word of God and temperance, and that's putting to practice what we learn from the Word of God. That puts us on a path to spiritual maturity. Now get this, please. To spiritual maturity. We, we need to be spiritually mature. We don't need to be spiritual babes. Especially in the world, the time that we live in, we need to be spiritually mature. We need to be spiritually mature enough that we can live the life with God's help that he wants us to live and that we can walk in the light as he's in the light that we might be a light to this world that that we might have the wherewithal to pass out tracts brother Mike Uh, I mean no no to wake up every day and put on to uh, those shoes of the gospel and to go out into this lost and dying world I mean it takes spiritual maturity to do that doesn't it come on there's a warfare isn't there anybody ever had problem with passing out tracks? I mean, besides me, oh yeah, it's spiritual warfare that goes on. I mean, it's like you get ready to pass out of track and all of a sudden it just comes from all angles. It's like, oh no, you can't do that. It's going to take too long. The people aren't going to accept it and the people behind you are just going to get mad and all these things come through your mind. Isn't that right? No, no, no. It's a spiritual battle. Absolutely so. So we need the spiritual maturity that only God can give us as we practice what he has for us. So if we're going to sustain our growth and continue in this journey, there's a need to add patience. And that's a willingness to not get frustrated that things do not always work the way that we think that they should. We have to keep going. Well, I thought it'd be better than this. We have to keep going. Well, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. We have to keep going. Well, I don't know. I, I, you know. I got saved and now all this stuff is happening. What's the deal? We have to keep going. We have to have patience to keep on going. We have to have patience to get up tomorrow and read our Bible and pray and go off into the world and try to be the best Christian we can be. And we have to have patience to do that the next day. And we have to have patience to do that the day after that and the day after that and the day after that and the day after that. Day after that. We can't get tired of this. I'm telling you, as the day approaches of Jesus coming back, the warfare is just going to get hotter and hotter. And we have to have the patience to keep on doing what God. God. God would have us to do day after day after day after day after week after week after month after month after year after year until Jesus does come back. We have to have that type of patience because it is a big spiritual warfare. It's a it's a vital patience is a vital component of spiritual growth. In Romans chapter 15, verse 4, Paul says that it is through patience and comfort of the scriptures that we have hope. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 11, Paul says, uh, uh, Paul prays that the believers of Colossae might be strengthened unto patience. Strengthened unto patience. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 36, we're told that we need patience to do the will of God and to receive the reward of our obedience In James chapter 5 and verse number 7, we're encouraged to be patient unto the coming of the Lord. We have to continue to be patient unto the coming of the Lord. How long are we supposed to be patient? Unto the coming of the Lord. I mean, again, this isn't something that we just practice and boy, it's just going to be rosy if we just do it one time. This is something that we have to continue to practice unto the coming of the Lord. So let's think about a few things tonight. And let's start out with this one. I think it's a good place to start. Let's start out with the requirement. The requirement of patience. What do you mean the requirement? Well, we read it there. Second Peter chapter 1. Add to your faith patience. I know the other things first, but patience. It's right there in that list. It's a requirement. We do believe the Bible, right? It's important that we do. Especially in situations like this where it's uh, hard stuff. Stuff that's not easy. It's important that we trust God's word in this. And so it's a requirement. Add to your faith patience. Well, what's the definition of patience? I mean, how do you define patience? And I'm, I, I, we could look for examples of patience, but that's not, where, that's not what we're looking at. What's, what's the meaning of patience? <clears throat> well, one thing here is patience is waiting through discomfort or disappointment without complaint. No, I'm just letting that soak in a little bit. It's waiting through discomfort or disappointment without complaint. See, patience is more than just uh, waiting. It's waiting without complaint. We've all been forced somewhere, sometime in life, experience time, somewhere when we've been forced to wait. But as we were forced to wait, it may just have been evident to the folks that are around us that we weren't patient about it. Okay, I'll talk about me then. Because um, I've been in Situations where I've had to wait, but I was not patient. And I can say I was not patient, because I, all, as I was waiting, all I could think was, why am I having to wait? Why does this always happen to me? Why, can, why didn't this work out better? Okay, I'm sorry your pastor isn't perfect, but that's where I'm at. And we have to think about these things. Come on, we have to think about these things. We, we have focused pretty much on all year long, new beginnings, being more Christ-like. More Christ-like. It's been pretty much been a theme all year long. Did you notice that? I mean, truly, it's pretty much been a theme all, all, all year long. So we have to think about these things. How, how do you respond when people or circumstances are annoying? How do you respond to that? i'm asking you i'm not i'm not asking you to tell me i'm just asking you to think about it how how do you respond when people or circumstances are aggravating what's your response to all of that how how do you respond when people are aggressive or people get aggressive or people get uh, antagonistic i mean what is your response then Because see, in such circumstances, patience is reflected in a spirit of real patience is, is is reflected in a spirit of calm or or contentment. Add to your faith patience, <laughs> Pastor. could you come up with a Couldn't you come up with a better subject than this? Uh, it was the next one in line. And you have to understand that I sit in my study over there and I have to endure this before I bring it to you, for you to endure this. It really is good for us to think about things. When we're patient, we remain temperate under pressure. Add your faith temperance. And when we're patient, we remain temperate under pressure. Impatience is seen when we begin to appear irritated or even angry. And our our impatience becomes vocal when we complain. I I, I thought tonight before I ever even before I ever even be- a couple of hours ago, when going through all this and thinking about all this, this ought to make for a good altar call. Okay, y'all didn't find that funny at all. Anyway, this is one of those things that pretty much affects all of us. Somebody say amen right there. It does. Because we're human. you just trying to make us feel bad, Pastor? No, I'm trying to make us understand how powerful our flesh is against what god says we're supposed to be because we are supposed to be striving to be more like christ right i mean to be more like him well yeah but there's just areas i don't you know i'm just who i am oh no 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 no! we're not supposed to be just who we am we're supposed to be more like him and to do that it takes uh work doesn't it no, no. I mean, it takes determination that we are going to be more like Christ. We and, and no, and a lot of prayer too. Dying to self, Lord. I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to act like this anymore. I, I, I don't. I, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to throw fits like this anymore. I'm telling you, there's not anybody in this auditorium that needs this 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 message more than me. And God's worked on me a lot about that through the years but I've not arrived. I don't need any comment from you, honey. I'm not there, but neither are you. So isn't this something that we shouldn't just write off as, well, you know, that's just why everybody's just like that. I mean, shouldn't is this something that we should really, I mean, consider in our own heart and our own life? Isn't it right that in any given situation that we should be able to maintain because of what God does in our heart and what God does in our life and because we have yielded ourselves to Him to allow Him to have His way in our heart and our life? I mean, I'm still not as patient as, uh, patient as I need to be. I, I readily admit to that. But I'm a lot more patient than I used to be. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. But the only, reason, the only reason for that is because I have prayed and I've asked God for patience. And you've heard me say it a lot of times. You've heard other people say it. Now, don't pray for patience. Well, you've got to pray for it. For, because you, How are you going to get it if you don't pray for it? But if you pray for it, then there's going to be trials. There's going to be trials anyway. And so do you think because we have a loving, caring God, are you still with me here? Because we have a loving, caring God, heavenly Father, do you think if we're praying for patience, that the trials that He might put us through to try to to help us with that patience will, will be a little bit less... Uh, frustrating and irritating no no there'll be trials still to an extent but don't you think that that when we're praying for it that he's going to be there with us and when we begin to get upset about things that he's going to be right there going hey listen listen you can handle this you can go through this you can you can be better than this come on he's just trying to get us somewhere so if we're asking him to help us to get there by praying for patience And knowing that we're going to go through trials anyway, knowing that the tribulation is going to come anyway, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but knowing those things are going to happen anyway, if we're asking for His help with these things, this area that we need, I mean, certainly our loving, caring Heavenly Father is going to help us patience is enduring through hardships that we face or or sufferings that we face to obtain a desirable goal what is that goal that we don't blow our stack every time something bad happens that we don't get completely bent every time that things don't go exactly the way we think they should go Uh, that, that, That we don't get just upset to no end just because something just did not work out the way that we thought it should work out. And, and that's the way that patience is most frequently spoken of in the Bible. It conveys the ideas of it conveys the ideas of 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 continuance, of continuing on, or or of of perseverance. I mean the words word steadfast and the words long suffering or similar terms. So patience is a standing up under pressure. The pressure is going to be there. The pressure is going to come. Come on, whether it's at home or work or church. Come on, it can even happen at church, can it? Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely so. It's, it's standing up under that pressure. It's, it's pressing on despite the adversity that comes. I'm going to press on. I don't care what happens. I'm trusting the Lord and he's going to help me with this. It's okay. It's hanging in there when you feel like throwing in the towel. I'm just sick of putting up with all this. I tell you, I'm just, I'm just done. Don't be done. The Lord's trying to get us somewhere. Don't be done until he's done don't give up hope because our only hope really is in him but there is a demand for patience for us that know the Lord there's a demand for it where do you get that James chapter 1 verse 2 my brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and and entire wanting nothing. So we have this demand. Count it all joy. (laughs) You mean I'm supposed to count it all joy when I get in the longest line at Walmart and then it stops? (laughs) Takes some patience, doesn't it? The Bible says to count it all joy when you fall into whatever diverse temptations there may be. You know why it says that? Because life's full of trials. Now, I'm going to say it again this life is full of trials. Living on this earth, trying to live as a Christian, it's full of trials absolutely 1st Peter chapter 4 verse 12 beloved think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you don't think it's strange it's going to happen I don't know why I think it's strange when it does happen it's going to happen those things are going to happen as we go through this life We're going to have blessings at times and we're going to have burdens at times. We're going to have pleasures in life at this time and we're going to have pain at times, just the way that it is. There are going to be trials in this life without fail. There's three types of people in this room right now there's those who have just came out of a trial, those that are going through a trial. And those who are preparing to enter into a trial, even though they might not know it yet. And trials test our faith. Am I trusting God as I go into something like that? And patience is a response of faith. What do you mean, preacher? It's a willingness to depend upon God to provide whatever it takes to get through the trial. Lord, I need you. I can't handle this alone. Lord, I didn't expect this. What do I do now? I just want to trust you. I just need guidance from you. I, I, I need the strength that only you can give. No, no, no. It's, it's, a, it's a trying of our faith. And so we're going to run to God or we're not going to run to God. Come on, we're going to be trusting in Him or we're not trusting in Him. We're going to be hanging on to Him if we have to hang on to Him to get through it or we're not going to be hanging on to Him. We're going to be looking to every place else trying to get answers, which... Uh, this world doesn't have the answers, but God has the answers. He's there for us. It's a response of faith, and impatience is a response of faithlessness. It's a it's a uh, impatience really is a subtle um, accusation that God really does not know what is best for our lives. Okay, let me ask you a question. Is God sovereign? Oh, it's not a trick question. Absolutely so. Does he know what we need, when we need it, how we need it, where we're going? Oh, yeah, absolutely so. Definitely so. Are we praying, Lord, help me to be a better Christian? Hope so. Hope you're praying that. If we're praying that, do you think that He is going to allow things in our life that will help us to be a better Christian if we come through it the way that He wants us to come through it? Oh, absolutely so. Yep. Well, I don't understand why He lets us go through this. Sometimes He allows us to go through it just so that we can be a help to somebody else on down the road somewhere. To sit down with somebody, mislead Lee, to sit down with somebody and say, look, I've been through this. Let me show you how God helped me through. Let me give you a verse how God gave me during that time. Let me tell you how God strengthened me and comforted me. I mean, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Oh, absolutely so. To be able to help somebody else, to care care enough to go through something that you can learn it so you can help somebody else along the way. Wonderful. Absolutely so. Yeah. When we respond to our trials with patience, God uses our patience to make us more like Christ. No, no, it says that you may be perfect and entire. Because God's purpose in every trial is to make us like Christ. We've read it. We studied it some even this year. Romans chapter 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So taking this step of patience that we have here opens the door to such Christ-like attributes as humility and compassion and selflessness and many other qualities that God values in our lives. He's conforming us the process of conforming anything involves pressure. And sometimes we don't like the pressure. But most of us need a little bit of it. That we would be more conformed. Look, when, when we become impatient in our trials, um, we're prone to act like children who don't know the difference between, get this, who don't know the difference between no and not yet. What do you mean, preacher? Have you, ever, have you ever told a child when they're wanting something that they're going to have to wait a while? They're wanting something, well, you're just going to have to wait on that, just going to wait. And more often than not, it upsets them. Well, I'll come, because they want it now. Um, and sometimes, we act that way as adults. God's saying, "Just wait. Be patient. You're going to have to be patient here. This is not my timing. Your timing's not my timing. You just need to wait. Well, I don't know why it's not happening now. Well, because it's not God's timing. Now, yeah. I've told my family. I've told my kids for years. You know, well, Dad, I've been praying about this, but God hadn't done anything. Well then you must not need it yet. Because God's timing is perfect. And sometimes he's not saying no. He's just saying, wait. Be patient. I don't want to be patient. Well, me neither. (laughs) Sometimes there's no alternative, is there? Than to just wait on the Lord. I, I, I'm saying when, when those times when God says, wait, don't, don't go looking for answers every place else. Don't run to every friend you have, and don't run to Facebook, and don't Google it. Get in your Bible and pray that much more and wait on the Lord. Lord, you're just going to have to give me peace. You're going you're to have to give me some understanding here. Help me through this. Come on, our God is able to do that. Look up here. Our God is able to do that. He is very able to do that. And when we have to wait on him like that, doesn't it increase our faith? Come on, when he finally comes through, doesn't it? It's like, man, oh man I don't know why I was even concerned about this. Come on, when he finally comes through, it's like, I don't even man, look what God did for us. And that's what he wants just for us to trust Him like that, you know? God, God doesn't withhold from us trying to torture us. He's never like that. He's not some vindictive God that, well, I tell you what, if you send up enough, if you send up enough prayers, if you put enough in an offering plate, oh, that's not our God whatsoever. He just wants us to draw close to Him, trust Him. Wait on Him. <clears throat> Patience is a response of faith and temperance that says, I will wait on God without complaint. I will endure this trial and allow God to use it in my life for the good that he intends for me to receive from it. Well, preacher, I'm telling you, that's not always easy. I'm not standing up here telling you it's always easy. I'm standing up here just trying to encourage you to practice patience because we're told to add it. Okay, number two, the reasons for patience then. Here's the big reason. We'll never grow to spiritual maturity without it. Surely we want to be spiritually mature. I mean, that's why we're here on Wednesday night. Meet with our God we want spiritual maturity spiritual maturity that we might help others that we might live a life that's pleasing unto God over there in in the book of James it says let patience have her perfect work and and that, that word there perfect that doesn't mean sinless it means complete lacking nothing let patience have her perfect work Complete work. Lacking nothing. Complete. It's it's like an artist that's painting an oil painting. And and he mixes up a little bit of paint and he adds some here and he adds some there. A few more strokes over there. And finally steps back and goes, ha, perfect. Perfect. We know what he means when that happens. he's saying that there's nothing more that needs to be added to that painting to make it complete. Well, the Lord wants us to let patience have her perfect work. It really amazes me in in our years of ministries the people that we have met that have gone through some trials that I can't even imagine going through that the Lord has not allowed us to go through. I mean, some horrific type of trials, not going into any of it. And sit down and talk to these people and all they can talk about is how good God is and how God has helped them and strengthened them and guided them and been there for them. You sit down with somebody trying to encourage them, you're going to try to encourage them. By the time you get through talking, they've encouraged you. Even though they're facing something you can't even imagine having to face. And just because I have met people like that, I know that this is possible. Because they're just hanging on to the Lord. They've just just spent enough time with God that, that this has become reality in their life. This thing of adding patience to their Christian life, Christian walk. It's become a reality for them. Without patience, we'll never grow up spiritually. We live in a very impatient society, don't we? I'm t- no, no, no. If, if you drive an automobile around town, you understand that we live in a very impatient world. I'm telling you, everybody's in a bigger hurry than you are. We need to grow up spiritually. We'll never learn what it means to die to self. Please get this. We'll never learn what it means to die to self or to uh, wait on the Lord or to sacrifice for the sake of other people and and a lot of other traits of a Christ-like life without patience. We just won't. Trials work for our growth. They work for our growth. They don't work against our growth unless we flunk the test. They work for our growth. And that's why James says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Because when we handle things the way that God wants us to handle things, he works in such a way that, well, he helps us like nobody else can. and we'll never finish our race without it stay with me just a few more minutes we'll never finish our race without it hebrews chapter 12 just just a just a, a few pages back if you didn't mark it it's there hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. We need endurance. This type of endurance, because our race, listen, our race lasts a lifetime. We, no, no, we don't get to the finish line till we get to the finish line. Our race as Christians lasts a lifetime. We need endurance because our course is very seldom easy. Well, I love the smooth roads, don't you? No, I'm talking about in our Christian life. I love those smooth roads. I love the smooth days. I love those days when everything just seems to be going. But there's not a whole lot of those. Is there? We have to endure. See, patience is a call to commit Please get this. Patience is a call to commit to a lifetime of growth and change because of what awaits us when our race is finished. <clears throat> James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love them. No, 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 it truly will be worth it all when we see Jesus. If we stay faithful in the race. If we endure. Which brings me to the last point. Last point. Somebody say amen. I know you've been waiting for it. The reward of patience. There's a reward for it. What are you talking about? Listen to this. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 11. Listen to this. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, get this, shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. So get this, and somebody needs to say amen right here. Our sins were judged once and for all at Calvary. We're saved by the grace of God. Our sins are judged. Hallelujah. Never answer for them. Very thankful because of the precious blood of Christ. So very thankful for that. However, according to our Bible, our life's work will follow us into eternity. It's going to follow us into eternity. The judgment seat of Christ is the place where our life's work will be revealed. It said they'll be made manifest, where I just read there. They'll be revealed. The judgment seat of Christ is a place where our life's works will be reviewed because it said, where I read there, of what sort it is, talking about our life's works. So it's going to be revealed and it's going to be reviewed of what sort it is. What we are talking about, preacher? Well, were they selfish or were they selfless? What you did for the Lord. Were you passing out tracks for brother Mike. For Wednesday night. Or were you passing out tracks for the Lord. Were they works of faith. Or works of the flesh. Just trying to make ourselves self ourself look good. In the eyes of other people. Were they for Christ. And for eternity. Or for me. And what I might get out of them at that moment. See, the judgment seat of Christ is where our patience is going to be rewarded. Because it said there where I read, he shall receive a reward. The only works that will endure for eternity are those that pass the test of Christ likeness. This is important. Come on, stay with me. This is important. When we allow patience to have her perfect work in our lives now. 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 When we do that we are laying up treasures that can only be enjoyed in eternity. This life is fleeting. I mean I I really can't even believe I've lived to be this old, but I can't believe I'm this old. It kind of happened overnight. This life is fleeting. But eternity is forever. We know by studying the Bible that there are degrees of punishment in hell but there are also degrees of blessedness in heaven and it's better to go into heaven with nothing more than the foundation that'd be Christ it's better to go to heaven with nothing more than just that foundation than to be cast into hell having all the riches of the world There are some people that have made it to heaven by the skin of their teeth. I mean, waited till the last minutes of their life to trust Christ as their Savior. And it's a good thing they did because it's better to go to heaven that way. With nothing more than just that foundation. They may not have rewards of anything that they have done with their Christianity, but they're there it's better in hell isn't it no doubt but how much better to know that you're going to walk away from the judgment seat with heavenly treasures that will testify to the entire host of heaven how much you valued the son of god during your life here on earth no no don't miss that how much you valued the son of god while you're still here on this earth because it's all about him it's all about him heaven's still going to be heaven but for those that have truly lived their life for Jesus the joys are going to be sweeter the glory will be brighter and Jesus is always going to seem just a little more precious to their souls So we're told to add patience to our temperance and to temperance patience. When we're told to add patience to our temperance, it's a call to commit to a lifetime, a lifetime of growth and change in anticipation of God's rewarding day. I want to grow closer to God day by day while I'm still here. Are y'all still with me? I want to grow closer to God day by day. Well, I've been saved a long time. It just seems like I'm just kind of stuck in a rut. You don't have to be. No, no, you, you didn't have to plateau in your Christianity. No, 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 no. We can continue to grow a little closer to Him, a little better. We can, no, no, as we're, as we're doing things His way. And when we patiently endure the trials that work to make us more like Jesus Christ, we are testifying to all that there's something more enduring than our earthly existence. Well, how is it when all these things happen in your life, you just seem to just keep on going and just I mean you, you know, I mean, what's oh, got to be hard? How do you just keep on going? Well, I, the only answer I have is that I'm doing my best to trust Christ to take me through all these different things. I, I I want to be a light that shines. I want to be salt in the earth. Come on. I'm just talking about somebody that has there that is there that that God has already hit they have let God work on their heart and bring them to that place. Isn't it a wonderful, wonderful thing? Isn't the testimony of somebody that is there a wonderful, wonderful thing? And this world that we live in is prone to steal all of that away if we're not careful. Because we're in a very We live in a very impatient society. Heaven does await us. I'm thankful. And when we get there, it will be worth it all to have let Jesus have his way in our lives while we're still here on this earth. Lord, I just want you to guide me. I want you to change me and mold me and make me. I want you to help me. I want you to strengthen me. I want you to be here for me, Lord. Boy, I'll fall short in this area, God. And I know I can't do it without you. Maybe I've even quit trying, but Lord, I'm ready to try again. I'm telling you. And add to temperance, patience. Patience. Where are you? What needs to be added? Why don't we let God have his way tonight? Father, help us. This invitation is given by you because of what you have spoken to hearts about tonight in your word. So we just pray your perfect will would be done because we need help. I mean, we need help in the world that we live in. The things we're surrounded by today. And Lord, the trials that we face. We want to be a testimony. We want to be everything we should be. A testimony to our spouse. A testimony to our children. A testimony to our parents. A testimony to our co-workers, our schoolmates. Whatever the case may be, we can't do it without you. Lord, help us. Give us patience, Lord. We we know that that is a trying thing. But we're trusting you to bring us through and make us everything that you'd have us to be i know you'll add some grace to that and your grace is sufficient lord help us to be more like christ we pray and thank you for your goodness and we ask all of this in the name of the lord jesus christ let's stand to our feet is going to